Welcome. You have entered the realm of 1111 Talk Radio. Your host is Simron. It's time to discover your own language with the universe. Empower yourself. Broaden your mind. Open your heart and discover who you are. Now, here's your host, Simron. Happy New Year and welcome to 2022. I hope you can feel the energy and the excitement that is swirling around us and all of the magic that is possible in the air. And that is why we're going to have an incredible show today about magic, about miracles, about your ability to be Merlin in your own life, to create whatever it is that you would most desire and attract that to you. This is the perfect time to start, and we have a full year ahead of us to create exactly what it is that you're looking for. Manifestation is the ability to cause and create with intent and conviction, driven by vision and passion, unbound by logic and reason. Imagination is the bridge between the subtle realm of multidimensionality and the 3D world where our visions and dreams are created in tangible form. We are all great magicians with the potential to perform powerful magic in perfect alignment with our wildest dreams. We are modern Merlins. My guest today is Lon, and she is an internationally acclaimed sacred geometry artist and creator of two best-selling and award-winning oracle decks. As founder of Lawn Art, she offers tools for transformation, readings, an online course, and personal soul portraits that connect you to your soul's purpose. Lawn's work inspires authentic insights and activates thinking beyond the everyday so that you can make real change in your life and become the best possible version of yourself. Modern Merlin is her first book and has an associated course offering, a deeper introduction to the concepts and patterns that construct your life. So I'm excited to dive in to this amazing book with you and uh, to introduce you to Lon if you have not met her before. So welcome, Lon, to 1111 Talk Radio. It is a thrill to have you with me today. Oh, I am so happy to be with you and Happy New Year to you as well. Well, thank you. That first portion describing what manifestation was came from your book, Modern Merlin, Uncover Your Magical Powers. And there are so many rich nuggets throughout this entire book uh, that really do support people. And I loved how you started things off uh, in the book. There's a certain part where you talk about some of these uh, mythical and mystical individuals that we see in television and in movies. And we kind of live vicariously through them in the movies. But it may not have dawned on a lot of people that they can be that in their own life and that we live in a day and a time where the energies, the veils, the uh, intuition, the access to consciousness really allows us to step into that way of being as we move forward. Talk a little bit about how you see 2022, the energies, uh, what you kind of foresee in terms of where humanity is going and where our consciousness is asking us to expand into? Yeah, great. Yeah, great questions. Um, <clears throat> to go back to what you were mentioning about how we are all so fascinated when we go to the movies or we read books, right, like um, like uh, Lord of the Rings or Star Wars, and we, we know so many examples of great magicians and sorcerers and wizards and uh, powerful, powerful people that perform magic, and and when you really start thinking about it, then then the way to define magic could be that it is just something that we obviously see happening, or we are experiencing it in our lives, but we don't really have a tangible explanation for it. It's almost like our conscious mind can't really make uh, make sense of it yet, and therefore we throw it in the box of magic, right? So over time, um, it seems over history and over the evolution of humankind, there has been a lot of things that we thought were magic that by now science has shown us that are not magic at all. They are explainable, and now we have included them in our belief system and in our paradigm and into what we believe is our reality. And like you say, it just we, we live in such an incredible, extraordinary time where the veils are, are getting thinner. And if you really start thinking about it, those veils um, probably were never even anything physical to begin with, right? It was just, it was just something that we 
create in our own minds because of the lack of consciousness that we have or because our consciousness can't really grasp something yet. So now that our consciousness is able to go far beyond what we used to and we can go beyond the 3D reality and we go into multidimensionality, we get access to the realms where, where the magicians and the wizards and all those great magical beings um, were performing their magic and we get access to it as well because we're starting to understand how much we are entangled with the creative source. With the you know, you and that you mentioned, you mentioned something about the veils, and I think that it's important um, what you said, and I'm certainly in alignment with that in regard to the veils, because many people don't realize that veils are simply our own blocks, whether they are psychological, right. whether they are our fears, whether they were the conditioning that we got when we were we were right. younger, or the conditioning of the society that is around us, and they can be emotional veils, they can be energetic veils, they can be all kinds of things. And most often, they're the lies and the secrets that we tell ourselves about who we're not, yes. rather than who we are. Yes, and, I totally, and I totally that's agree so with that. Key. That's so key in your book, too, because when you look at particularly the, the area of the book that goes with the foundations, you're, you're really helping people to see um, past that, not even so much that they have to now focus on the veils, because I think that's a lot of what spiritual healing has been in the past. It's been the focus on how to heal, the focus on how to get rid of or to go. But that kind of goes against the law of attraction to a certain degree. Do you think? Yes. Yes, I agree. Because I think we naturally always attract, you know, whether whether we are aware of it or not, or whether we are conscious of it or not. So the key is the key is our consciousness, right? The key is to become conscious of of what we do, but mostly what we say and what we think and what we feel inside, right? We can walk around and and exclaim enthusiastically what we want, but if inward inside of us we don't feel worthy of having that, or we don't believe that we can or we don't believe it's possible for us, then those words and those thoughts are not in alignment with what our heart and what our feelings are. So that never will create a coherent signal, like a clear signal to the universe to to bring to us the circumstances and the people that would be aligned with that. Now, you work a lot with sacred geometry, and, and you've worked a lot with art and creativity, and created amazing things. So I'm going to go back to that initial question because I kind of cut you off um, to talk about what you see 2022 being in terms of our level of creative capacity from from our, our divine birthright of being universal creator and what the possibility is in terms of moving forward this year, especially with what we've come through the last two years. How do you see the energies unfolding? Oh, I, I think we live in, in this extraordinary time where there, where the sky is literally the limit, right? There is no limitations to what we can create, but it's all going to depend on on how we step into that new year. I, th- I think we can do amazing things if we allow our if we allow ourselves, if we are able to get out of that, because we seem to be so driven by fear right now and, and confusion, and, and that fear is going to determine what we create as well. But if we manage to step out of that and to see who we really are and what we're capable of, then we are going to be able... I'm really, I'm Personally, I am very excited about 20. 22 because there is so much possible because I'm starting to realize on a deeper and deeper level how much power I really have to and how much I influence what happens in my life and what unfolds because often it's not just our circumstances that determine how we feel right it is it is our perspective to it it is Most the definitely. way we Right. And and I think right now that that is more than ever incredibly important. Like, yes, there are enormous challenges in the world. Um, like collectively, we are facing in- incredible challenges. And personally, on an individual level, everybody is facing challenges. But the key is to find that that positive mindset, that inner vision, that 
that idea of what we want to create, where we want to go, and to realize how much um, how much our thoughts and our feelings are going to determine that. So it becomes key to get out of fear and to get out of um, out of that state of of chaotic um, because it creates chaos that way. In the beginning of the book, you start off with foundations, and there couldn't be a better one to start off with than the power of direction. And I think with with where we have been in the world in, in so many areas, whether it is in regard to the pandemic or whether it is, you know, politics or uh, any other aspect of the world today that, that has to do with collective uh, consciousness and collective rearing, much of how we've been living the past few years has been a bit directionless. It, it has been more from that reactivity to what's happening. It's been more of a survival type of mode almost than it has been the thrival mode or a place where there was a one-pointed direction. I do believe everything that happened has served a served a greater good to maybe knock people out of where they had become complacent or where they uh, were doing things they really didn't want to do and made them stop and think, well, what is it that I want by making us feel? But now to go into uh, becoming a modern Merlin, to create a, a foundation, as you say, that first place utilizes our power of direction. Talk a little bit about direction and what that looks like tangibly in someone's life in terms of how do they they move from being a spinning arrow on a compass to finding a specific direction to go. Right. Right. Yeah, we we are so we are so focused on the external world, right? We we've been so used to living in a world that is based on the three-dimensional principles of how we understand that reality is formed. And that three-dimensional reality is is a physical form-based reality but that is mostly based around, you know, our bodies and the stuff around us. Everything that you can touch is external. It is all the things that are outside of us. And all the things that are outside of us right now have been very challenged, just like you said. And, and especially the pandemic, of course, has made us very aware of our relationship to our physical bodies. So in order, and we are used in that three-dimensional world to find our direction with, we do it, you know, we do it every day. We do it on the internet. Like, how do you navigate on the internet? How do you find your way in a city? How do you find your way uh, on a bus or on a train? Or we set directions in our lives constantly. But to move into the new energy that is much more multidimensional and everything beyond the three-dimensional and beyond the physical that takes us in the realms of, of our feelings, our imagination, of the things that come to us like intuitively, we have to go inward. We have to go internally. We got to get our focus away from the outside external world and we have to move inward inside of us. And the pathway to go inside is to just start focusing on what's going on inside. And often we do that by, yes. There's, there's, this double, there's this double-edged sword with that, Lon, that I think that people probably struggle, struggle with because there's all this hype. And even during the time of the pandemic, there was this hype of how do we get out into the world now? How do we create more now? How do we impact more people now? As opposed to really realizing that it is that internal place that is necessary to really right. ground and find first. And with a new year, there's always this inclination to go conquer the world and I'm going to go do it and I'm going to go kill it. And I'm going to, you know, all those words they use to really uh, pump up life. But you're telling people to do the opposite. Well, it's, and that's I'm, hard I'm sometimes people, you, for them. I, I'm telling people you can do both. You can live in the outside world and participate and create an external life and be in full uh, participation with that external life. But it is also important to a couple of times a day to tune in inward and see how you're doing and see how you're feeling. I do it several times a day where I just, you know, just even if you do it for a minute, just close your eyes for a minute, take a couple of deep breaths, you know, and just feel like what's going on. How's your heart doing? How's your body feeling? Does it feel that everything is flowing? Are there any blockages? Are there certain thoughts that keep coming up? You know, do you feel like you are in a certain anxiety constantly? I mean, all these things are 
are going on. And by focusing only on the external world, we distract ourselves from, from feeling what's really going on inside. And that part, what's going on inside, is going to very much influence how you are going to experience that external world that you're trying to participate in. So I Lon wrote it's a balance. It's a balance. Lon wrote this book to right. help you adopt a new view of the world, create a new paradigm to make sense of how and why things are the way they are and perceive how everything is interconnected. She's going to show you how various domains of your life, like relationships, creativity, wealth, money, career, emotions, even energy, connect with and condition one another, and how you actually play a central role in generating your experience of a particular reality, leading to who and what shows up in your life. A modern Merlin who uses your magic intentionally, you will learn how to be fully present in the moment, turning away from distractions of the outside world and refocusing if your attention wanders. Switching to perceptual mode, focusing in and being deliberate is how you can be fully present. You can uh, connect with Lon at lon-art.com. She is an internationally acclaimed sacred geometry artist. I invite you to check out her oracle decks as well. She was featured in an earlier issue of 1111 Magazine with one of those beautiful decks. And now you can pick up her brand new book called Modern Merlin. This book is divided into four different parts. Part one is all about foundations. And foundations are important because they form the base on which things are built. Part two is about you. You generate your experience of your reality and thus your life. And she explores how what you think, how you feel, and what you say profoundly matters. How it becomes matter in your life. And part three is about your life. Here, you're going to put it all together and integrate the new paradigms into a workable model for your life. She teaches you how to really get practical and give you the tools that you can use daily to navigate the ebbs and flows of that life. Uh, alongside the book, if you want to take her online course, you could really rev up how you can access the powers of a modern Merlin. We'll be right back with more of Lawn. And once again, her website is lawn-art.com. You can find that in the bio description on the show page. We'll be right back after these messages. Have you seen 1111? Do you wonder why certain numbers keep showing up in your life? 11, 111, 22, 33, 444. People all over the world are seeing 1111 and learning the language of universal communication. Subscribe to 1111 Magazine today. www.1111mag.com 1111 Magazine is a bi-monthly print publication that offers a rich, multi-sensory experience. As you engage with experts and topics of consciousness, become enlightened, empowered, and energized so you live a passionate and authentic life of conscious choices. 1111 Magazine, a daily staple for lifting the mindset, discovering the heart, and stepping into conscious living. 1111 Magazine. Order now at www.1111mag.com. 1111mag.com. Do you want more, more joy, more abundance, more power and presence? How would it feel to have more loving relationships, more empowered community, greater fulfillment and life purpose? The 1111 Mastermind Community inspires, empowers, guides and supports transformation. Shift your mind, expand your heart, deepen insights, let go and chart a new course, dream a new dream. The 1111 Mastermind Community is an online portal for personal transformation and soulful expansion. Go to courses.1111mag.com. That's courses.1111mag.com. Change begins with you. Let it be simple, convenient, and transformative. The time is now. Step through the 1111 Gateway. Courses.1111mag.com. Live up to your fullest potential. This is the Voice America Empowerment Channel. You are listening to 1111 Talk Radio. 
Simron is an award-winning author, publisher of 1111 Magazine, powerful speaker of wisdom, and a life mentor. Find out more at imsimron.com. Now, back to 1111 Talk Radio. Before we get back to Lon and her wonderful book on called Modern Merlin, I want to tell you a little bit about one of my sponsors. This podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Is there something interfering with your happiness or preventing you from achieving your goals? Well, BetterHelp will assess your needs and match you with your own licensed professional therapist because they want you to be happy and live the life that you're looking for. They are offering 1111 Talk Radio listeners 10% off your first month at BetterHelp.com forward slash 11. Spell out the word 11. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com forward slash 11. You'll be matched with therapist in under 48 hours. There's a broad range of expertise available, which may not be locally available in your area, and it's available for clients worldwide. The best thing is you get timely and thoughtful responses, plus you can schedule a weekly video or phone session, so you never have to leave your home or sit in an uncomfortable waiting room as with traditional therapy. You can log into your account at any time and send a message to your therapist. Now, this is not a crisis line. It's not self-help. It is professional therapy done securely online. Once again, that's 10% off your first month at BetterHelp.com forward slash 11. BetterHelp is committed to facilitating great therapeutic matches, so they make it easy and free to change therapists if needed. It's also more affordable than traditional offline therapy, and financial aid is available. BetterHelp wants you to start living a happier life today. You might want to visit their website and read their testimonials. They are posted daily. Visit BetterHelp.com forward slash 11 and you can join the over 2 million people who have taken charge of their mental health with the help of an experienced professional. In fact, so many people have been using BetterHelp that they are recruiting additional therapists in all 50 states. So once again, go get your 10% off the first month at BetterHelp.com forward slash 11. Spell out the word 11. To access and engage with spaces and places that are beyond our form-based physical reality, to tap into a multidimensional reality, we have to use our awareness or consciousness differently than what we are used to. The most powerful thing you can do as a creator, co-creator of your life, is to focus on your vision and especially the feelings, emotions, words, and thoughts around it, since those make up the essence of your energy field. Greater coherence at every level of your energy, emotional, cognitive, spiritual, generates a stronger, more complex, and more nuanced essence. That is the signal you broadcast into the universe with your wish list. It is the what of your vision. This is from Lon's book, Modern Merlin, and her, it's her first book. She also has an associated course offering to provide a deeper introduction into the concepts and patterns that construct your life. And you can find out about all of that by going to her website lon-art.com that's l-o-n-art.com definitely check out her oracle decks as well lon when we look at the foundation of direction and we are pointed in a certain way we get a little bit clearer after going inside and doing doing that balance dance that you talked about where we go inside use that navigation to then go outside rather than what many times people often do, which is reactive and go outside first and then have to go back and deal with the inside. Um, We have to deal with uh, what's possible. That's kind of something that can be a limit. You talked about ceilings earlier. So often we limit our possibility based on the past, based on what we've had before, based on what we don't think is ever even possible in our lives. But to even pose that question to ourselves kind of opens up that ceiling that you talked about how do you as an artist as a mom uh, as someone who's written her first book now how did you move beyond the ceiling to say you know what's possible maybe that's possible for me too um what i usually do is i i start of my day with with um a meditation, and it, this can be a short meditation or a long meditation. I mean, we, we don't always have time for very long meditation, so often I do them like for 10 minutes or for 20 minutes. But I start off my day with a 20-minute meditation in which I really 
um, go inside and, and I bring that vision of what I create and I connect to that vision. And, and, the, and the key in that is to feel as if you are already there. Because because your brain doesn't really know the difference between whether you already have something or whether you are just feeling that you already have something. It's the same thing for the brain. So the signal that you send out by just imagining it, if you want to say it that way, is the same as if you really had it. So I spend time every morning in that space and then I go out into my world and my brain is already, I feel calmer that way. I feel more connected to my vision and by with everything that I do, I just, I just keep, um, I keep imagining that. I keep having that vision in front of me of that's where I want to go. This is what I'm doing. And, and honestly, um, often it's just about doing the next right thing, right? It's taking that one, one step in front of another because we can have really big visions, but often we just have to navigate ourselves through really busy and complex days, especially as a parent as well. Um, and it's just doing the next right thing. So every day I just set little goals like today I'm going to do this and I keep that bigger goal in the back of my mind and at the forefront of my feelings and and that and then all of a sudden one day you notice like wow I'm finished with the book or I'm finished with that oracle deck and I just got there by little steps at a time and just balancing the whole thing out. I'm going to repeat what you just said because I think that was a really powerful statement and it was that you kept the vision in the back of your mind but at the forefront of your feelings because it is that feeling place that is so important. But what you have mentioned even in terms of the daily morning practice or even in terms of simply having a vision uh, requires a sense of self-worth and you write in your book that self-worth is crucial. And so talk a little yes. bit about that type of grounding because that's one of the areas that you you speak of in terms of constructing that foundation. Right. Well, if we think back to, to what we have visioned, uh, what we have witnessed in, in movies as for, for the great wizards, like let's take like the Lord of the Rings, for instance. If we think about Gandalf the Grey, you know, when he is in big trouble or her friends or his friends are in big trouble and he really needs the universe to comply with his, um, with his visions and with his demands, he has to show up really large, right? He shows up and he has this big booming voice and he waves his staff and he goes like, I demand to the universe. I mean... If you, if you imagine that scene as him showing up, like kind of doubting himself and, and fearful and going like, um, excuse me, I would like to ask this of the universe, that's probably not going to work. So we, we understand that in, in order for us to be in powerful co-creation with the universe, we have to embody um, we have to embody that vision. And this doesn't mean that everybody, not everybody has to have a great vision of being on the center stage for a worldwide audience or writing a book or anything like that. A vision can be as simple as having a, a peaceful and balanced home life. And a vision can be just for the day, what you envision to create in this day or for this week or for this month, right? But it's important to to really show up and to examine also if there is feelings of doubt or, or fear or anything that could, could be out of alignment and distract you from that vision, to look at those, you know, to not ignore them, to, to, to see them almost as um, those triggers that come up during the day when we get irritated or we get fearful or we get, or we get anxious or sad or something to look at where they are coming from because they will show us where our energy is not flowing and where things are blocked. In the book you write, magic requires a deep and unwavering intent and conviction on the part of the magician. And I think that that's what you were just speaking of. But you also go into sections where you talk about the magic of opposites and the magic of compliments. Now, are those opposites some of the doubts and things or the contrast of the world that shows up. How do we use that as magic? Well, in a three-dimensional world, in, in a world that's mostly 
focused on the external and 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 the material and the form based stuff um, that is based on on opposites right we are used to like light and dark and 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 death and life and beauty and and ugliness and all those contrasts and we feel like we have to choose a lot of movies show us that as well and we think that we would be better off if things were only good and never bad and if things were only light and never dark. But when we really start looking at it, that is actually not true, because even our bodies, for instance, we need the darkness for our bodies to heal. We need sleep and darkness so that our bodies can start make different hormones that help us to, um, to heal and, and rest and rejuvenate while we sleep. Just like then when we wake up in the light, our bodies start making different hormones so that we can function and so that we can do whatever we need to do during the day. And if we start looking, and the same with life and death, we think that we don't want death, but it's just a universal law, right? If, if nothing would ever die, then, then everything would, at some point, it would be so full that we, we wouldn't, there wouldn't be any room to breathe at some point. So all those contrasts that we think that are that are viewed as opposing and polarities and where we think that we have to choose are actually all needed. So in a multidimensional point of view, we still see them and we recognize the polarity between them, but we also recognize that it's that's always a dance. It's you know, it's a dance where one is a little bit more um more dominant and, and and with us, and then the next moment, it's the other side again. And it's it's waves, it's cycles, it's repetitions. Life is all about cycles, repetitions, and waves. And everything has to ebb and flow in and out. And that's a, a lot. Of, once we start, a lot. go ahead. Oh, I was going to say, like once we start understanding that better we can accept it better and then we can much uh, more gracefully flow with the periods in our lives that seem to be challenging because we always will know that there will be another day. This too shall pass, right? There's that, that old saying that, that this too shall pass. Everything lo- will change again. Yes, and a lot of what you're talking about, it really is taking that overarching view as opposed to being right in the thick of it it's allowing allowing oneself to really see it from that multidimensional perspective as opposed to just that one di- right. perspective of story right. or identity or who we think we are right it's, it's it's i always i always say it like take take the eagle eye view right like when we feel like we're stuck in a situation or we feel depressed or we feel sad or we feel overwhelmed it's it's always helpful to try to almost be like the eagle and go up higher and higher and higher and see the overall view of and and what I mean by that is start seeing of how we got there how you got in that situation see what this could teach you like is there a lesson there is there something you can do and then start seeing like what would be possible if you come out at the other side and then start focusing on that Right, because I mean, we even see that these days, like there is so much going on in the world that could frighten us and confuse us. And at the same time, I think you would agree with me on that. I see so much beautiful things emerging as well, you know, based on a on a blossoming consciousness and an expanding consciousness. And there are beautiful things coming out of this because of what's happening. I think you really expounded on that beautifully in your section on the power of understanding and the power of perception, because all of the things that are taking place, I've always believed there can only be good, that really in, we live in a universe where there it can only be good and there is only balancing that is taking place. So anything that is showing up in the contrast is really supporting our, our dance of the balance so right. that we can expand right. even further. Yeah. But people get caught up yeah. on the reality outside, <clears throat> just like they get caught up on their identity. And that seems to be where they get locked up. And so that shift of perception right. really does help to support. And, and that's where some of that magic gets, gets to be created then, correct? Right. From 
from allowing that yes, broader correct. view and allowing that perceptual lens to change. Right, correct. And and just to be clear, I get sometimes lost as well. I have days where I'm not nearly as graceful as on other days and I get lost in the moment or in what's going on in the circumstances in my life. But I do know, you know, I know how this works and I have, I always call it like I have a backpack, you know, a spiritual backpack on my back and I have all these tools So I know what I can do. And one of the first things that I do when I feel that way, I go back in meditation, even if it's hard, even if it's, uh, you know, I don't want to sit still. I feel angry. I feel frustrated. And I know that if I do it a couple of days consistently, I will feel better. I know this out of experience and that's why I do it. And I think, and I think a lot of this has to do with learning. First of all, we have to understand how reality is formed because if we don't understand it, our mind is not going to cooperate with us, right? So we have to address the cognitive part of us. So that's why we lay the foundations. And then once we have the foundations, we can start playing with it and we can start developing the tools. And then when something hits us in our lives, we can fall back on knowing how it works and then grabbing our tools and start doing it. And start doing it. Since your thoughts, your feelings, your words, and your intentions all together create your specific energy frequency, you attract circumstances and people into your life that match that frequency. So when you walk around with a dark cloud hanging over your head, it's very likely that you will attract circumstances and people that align with your dark cloud. This is from Lon's book, Modern Merlin. You can find out more about her, her online course, and her oracle decks by going to lon-art.com. That's L-O-N-art.com. She's an internationally acclaimed sacred geometry artist, and I invite you to check her out on Instagram, look at some of the beautiful pieces that she makes, and get to know her and her work. You can sign up for her newsletter and you can enjoy the creativity that has come through her, both in the Oracle decks and her books. We'll talk about more of Modern Merlin right after these messages. And in that time frame, you might want to just peek at her website again, lawn-art.com. We'll be right back. want more more joy more abundance more power and presence how would it feel to have more loving relationships more empowered community greater fulfillment and life purpose the 1111 mastermind community inspires empowers guides and supports transformation shift your mind expand your heart deepen insights let go and chart a new course dream a new dream the 1111 Mastermind Community is an online portal for personal transformation and soulful expansion. Go to courses.1111mag.com. That's courses.1111mag.com. Change begins with you. Let it be simple, convenient, and transformative. The time is now. Step through the 1111 Gateway. Courses.1111mag.com. Have you seen 1111? Do you wonder why certain numbers keep showing up in your life? 11, 111, 22, 33, 444. People all over the world are seeing 1111 and learning the language of universal communication. Subscribe to 1111 Magazine today. www.1111mag.com 1111 Magazine is a bi-monthly print publication that offers a rich, multi-sensory experience. As you engage with experts and topics of consciousness, become enlightened, empowered, and energized so you live a passionate and authentic life of conscious choices. 1111 Magazine, a daily staple for lifting the mindset, discovering the heart, and stepping into conscious living. 1111 Magazine. Order now at www.1111mag.com. 1111mag.com. Live up to your fullest potential. This is the Voice America Empowerment Channel. You are listening to 1111 Talk Radio. 
Simron is an award-winning author, publisher of 1111 Magazine, powerful speaker of wisdom, and a life mentor. Find out more at IamSimron.com. Now, back to 1111 Talk Radio. Creation arises out of perceived chaos into harmony according to mathematical principles that describe how source shapes energy. We can learn to read this universal blueprint, and sacred geometry can help us learn to create harmony in our lives when we perceive them as chaotic. What we often perceive as chaotic can also be understood as the necessary and fertile condition for something new to emerge. What seems destructively chaotic can be an opportunity to create something new if we have the tools to help us find patterns in the chaos. Sacred geometry is a tool to enhance the harmony in our lives. We can use it to create human environments that align with the principles of life. We can surround ourselves with art and design that reflect how life evolves. And we can even decorate our bodies with these sacred symbols. These symbols invite us to hold an intention or belief they represent, and the symbols themselves hold energy. Lon has created two beautiful award-winning oracle decks that are filled with beautiful sacred geometry and offer some of the wisdom that she has gained through her many lifetimes of experience. As the founder of Lawn Art, she offers tools for transformation, readings, an online course, and personal soul portraits. Find out more about her work at lawn-art.com. You know, we were talking a lot uh, during the break, and I'd love to go into a little bit about some of of, of what you mentioned in there. And I want to base it around the conversation of the law of attraction, because so often in this world, especially now, and especially with the younger ones that are coming up, it is about this accumulation. Law of attraction has become more about what I can get, or how can I attract this, or I want more money, or I want the right life partner, or I want the right career, rather than what you said during the break that you use these principles for, and that is to expand the degree of magic and alchemy as a creator to expand yourself and see what's possible for you as someone that is magical. There's a huge distinction between those two points, not only in what will manifest, but the experience that will be had in the process of that manifestation. One seems like it could be a very dark and tumultuous road. The other one seems like it would be a more fulfilling and soul-enhancing road. Talk to me about how you see the law of attraction and what you've encountered with individuals that are wanting to learn more about this and grow from it. Well, what you're describing is, is often is using the law of attraction to to accumulate things in the external, right? To accumulate things of matter, of stuff. So, yeah, we can certainly use it by having a vision of wanting like big houses and big cars and and shiny things on our bodies and things like that. Or we can we can go more to an enrichment of our lives that comes from the internal. And uh, personally, I've always I've always been driven by that. And it it hasn't even been a conscious choice. It's just something that I've always, even as a child, I've always been fascinated by by consciousness, by awareness, by what goes on in, inside of me and what shows up in in my life. So um, to me. You know, at the end of the day, I mean, there's there's this saying that that money doesn't 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 give happiness, right? And and we go back and forth, and we say like, yeah, that's true, but in in the end, we all want to have money, and I think we need a sufficient amount of of stuff to be able to feel safe and and healthy, right? We need a roof over our head and enough food and we want our health. So that's, that is one. But I think ultimately deep fulfillment can only come from something deep inside of us. And, and, and often we also see that uh, deep fulfillment comes from um, contributing. There is nothing more fulfilling than the feeling that you are contributing to the well-being of, of others or to the evolution of, of the world, you know, to make, to make a difference, to leave a mark is, is something, um, it's very human. And, um, in my experience and what I understand from history, from other people that have left a mark, um, there is nothing like that. That is what the feeling of incredible richness 
I, I don't think you can ever compensate that or compare that to, to money in the bank. Because ultimately that leaving of the mark, whether we're touching another individual or through an organization or through our creativity, it really does go right. back to, again, that self-worth. What do we feel that we are and who we are and the anchoring of that inner authority of the greater power and presence that we possess of, of truly being like Mickey Mouse, you know, in Fantasia, where we are operating the forces of the universe and our music and light right. and our sound and the conductor. I loved that, um, that display right. in the book, and, and I loved and, that and movie. Because, right. And, and because we innately sense that we are part of a bigger whole, right, that there is more to us than that physical, than that physical being. And, and, and often the accumulation of, of gathering of, of physical possessions in our life gives a very superficial form of, of satisfaction that often needs more and more to keep feeling satisfied, while that inner fulfillment that comes from contributing and contributing to the whole and feeling that you're part of a whole, and the whole meaning like everybody else, the universe, the world, where it's going, you know, um, that is that is uncomparable. So, and I think that's why we see such an uprising in, in our interest in sacred geometry, right? We see that, I mean, the flower of life, I, I don't know, 10 years ago, I don't think anybody had, had heard of it, or at least not a lot of people, and now you see it everywhere. And that has to do with now that we are waking up to a more multidimensional, expanded view on reality. We are realizing like that everything is connected, including us, and that we are in the middle of, you know, we are personally at the center of, of how we experience and how we create our world and our reality. And that gives us enormous power, like the, you know, like the magicians. I, I want to talk a little bit about the sacred geometry and the power of structure, because as we move into 2022 and we have this expansive feeling and there is this uh, greater ability to create than ever before, uh, I go back to your magic of opposites. It only goes to say that there probably will also be with that pull to create, there will be the push to, to close in. And so there's going to be uh, probably in our world, the limitations are going to start to show up. To, to have us go against ourselves or, or to have us stretch ourselves even further in our capacity to create. And that's where that dance of the yin and the yang comes in. For many people, that fight with the external power structures ends up taking more focus as opposed to the sacredness of a structure. Talk about sacred geometry and how that sacred geometry is in everything, in all of us, and how we can focus on that in the power of structure as opposed to some of these other illusory types of structures that we kind of get hooked into. Right. Um, well, for, for, the, for the people that have never heard of sacred geometry, sacred geometry basically refers to the, to the sacred architecture that we find underneath everything in creation. Like even if you, and, and a great example that everybody knows is like the Nautilus shell or like sunflowers, right? If you look at a sunflower, how it grows the seed, it goes in, this, in these beautiful patterns. Well, those patterns are created by something, and it turns out that there is patterns to everything in, in nature. You can find it everywhere, like plants, flowers, but even the way we grow, there is a rhyme and a reason. It's almost like there's a mathematical formula that, that determines on, on how things form. Um, and it's interesting that you were reading that part about chaos because I was thinking about that uh, the other day is that, that energy wants to form. When energy becomes, becomes form, it, it is because it, it, it forms a pattern. It forms a grid or an architecture at that point. So what we see from where we came from right now and where we're going is is it feels really chaotic right now, but that's because the old patterns are falling apart. And in the period between the old and the new is a period of transformation. And in that period of transformation, it means that the patterns are trying to find a new form, right? It, it's, it's trying to find new patterns. The energy is kind of this 
it, it's been released from its its former form. Now it's like swirling around. It's trying to find new patterns, and that feels chaotic. And that's where we are right now. Um, so we don't really know what it's going to look like because those patterns they're they're there, but it depends on where we allow it to go. And and the collective mindset is going to make a lot of difference because we all attract, right? The law of attraction works for all of us, whether we understand it or not. But if a lot of people, if collectively we stay in a, in a state of fear, then what we collectively are going to create is very different than if we are going to find some inner peace and some understanding and are able to, to find some balance. So I, I agree with you. The potential is enormous, And where exactly it's going to go, I guess um, that gives us all our individual responsibility to maintain our, our own bubble, right? It's my responsibility to make sure that if I feel that I am scared or, or angry or frustrated and I want to yell at somebody, that I find whatever tool works for me to get myself back into balance so that I don't spread that energy around and influence other people that way. That's right. Let's dissolve all of the energies of sadness and anger and frustration and jealousy that reside within us and focus our creative capacity towards love and peace and joy for the collective. We live in a time of rapidly expanding consciousness, and we are starting to integrate the concept of multidimensionality into our belief system. As we awaken to the notion that we are far larger than our existing paradigms have allowed us to believe, we increase our ability to communicate with and receive guidance from places beyond our 3D world. This is from Lon's book, Modern Merlin, Uncover Your Magical Powers, A New Paradigm for a New Time. Go visit her website at lon-art.com. Check out her course that is based on the book, and also you can check out her two best-selling and award-winning oracle decks that are filled with gorgeous sacred geometry so that you let those shapes and structures start to remind you of the truth of who you are. Thank you, Lon, for being on 1111 Talk Radio. It is a pleasure to have you here. Until next week, I am Simran, in love, of love, with love, and as love. Be well, and many blessed wishes for 2022. Thank you for opening your mind to a new reality, your heart to greater compassion, and your experience of aliveness with 1111 Talk Radio. Join host Simron next Tuesday at 8 a.m. Pacific, 11 a.m. Eastern Time to step through the gateway of conscious living here on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Remember, you are not on the journey. You are the journey.